0: The following program, the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show, is paid for in full by AccuNet Mortgage LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org number 255368. The advice and opinions expressed during the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of AccuNet Mortgage LLC and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands.
1: Welcome to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. Getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from AcuNet Mortgage and Realty. And now, here's Brian and David Wickert. Welcome to the AcuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Brian Wickert,
0: the majority owner of AcuNet Mortgage and AcuNet Realty Advisors, along with my son, David, who's our chief client experience officer. At Acunet Mortgage, if you've got a comment or a question, you can call or text us on the WTMJ Talk and Text Line, which is 855-616-1620. All right, David, so since our last show a couple of Sundays ago, uh, we've had a lot of stuff going on. But why don't we start with um, where mortgage rates are uh, right now, because they're, I think,
2: a lot lower than most people think. Do you, I'm of course. Shout out, you know, well, things get things get worse faster, or things get worse faster and better slower. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, sometimes, right. So um, after the uh,
0: October consumer price index number came out, we had this big drop in rates, and so right now, uh, if you wanted a $450,000 loan, that's a big loan amount, yeah. and you had 25% equity and all the other right stuff. Uh, low overhead AccuNet could snag you a 5.99% thirty-year fixed if you were willing to pay one half of one percent of the loan balance uh, in the form of interest up front. That's called a discount point, and that would make the APR 6.07. If we dial back down to a more normal loan amount, let's say of 250,000 bucks, also with 25% equity, uh, it would take a full one percent of the loan amount to snag the trophy rate of 5.99, which would make the APR 6.15 over in the no point department, again, on the $250,000 loan amount, you could get 6.125 with no points, making the APR 6.14. And um, so I think that's significantly lower than the rate a lot of people are carrying around in their head. Do you agree or disagree? Well,
2: of course, because how often is, we pay attention to this every day. And so if you're a plumber, and you, you you read a mortgage headline from six weeks ago, like you said that might be the number you're carrying around in your head and and yet the headline can be wrong quickly in okay. both directions and thankfully these last couple of weeks it's moved in our favor and come back down.
0: We were able to survive a better than expected jobs report on the first Friday of December and uh by survive I mean you know normally that would make mortgage rates go up and they didn't. Now, though, this coming week, we are staring into uh, a really big potential mortgage interest rate mover, and that's the Consumer Price Index, which, again, measures inflation at the retail level, what you and I uh, you know, pay for groceries and gasoline. Boy, gasoline prices are way down, which is nice. And so that number comes out on Tuesday, the 13th at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. And right now, the consensus is that we're going to learn that prices went up 7.3% year over year. And that would be a good reading because the reading that made rates come down was 7.7. Yeah. Okay, so we're looking for a continuation of that trend in uh, price pressure. And why does that matter, David, to the Federal Reserve who is meeting Starting on the thirteenth and wrapping up their December meeting on the fourteenth. Why this inflation? Matter?
2: Well, because the Federal Reserve has uh, has reached to their desk to that dial that they have, and they've been raising rates, the Fed funds rates, because to uh, dampen the well, to increase the cost of borrowing money, which then gives people pause if things cost more to borrow, right. and so they're trying to take a stick. To inflation by making the cost of borrowing more expensive and so they're hoping that they're gonna get proof on Tuesday that at least one way that they measure inflation is coming back to reality and even the number they pay attention to it's not even the year-over-year it's more the month-over-month um okay. or even quarter they, a quarterly run where do they want inflation to end up well so historically they've desired two percent they but at this point i think they would settle for anywhere in the three to four percent range which would feel a lot more normal uh at least when you're reading headlines can i just take 30 seconds by the way yeah. and just point out that the the cpi number is it's silly that we pay attention to that. Because for example, if the cost of used cars comes down, but I'm not in the market to buy a used car, that inflation number doesn't apply to me. So the Mm -hmm. Fed, it's kind of silly that they pay attention or even, you know, uh, financial news pays attention to that number. The number that the Fed actually cares about is something called PCE, uh, which is what did people actually, oh, you had to buy a car? Oh, what did that cost you? Not just Because if, like I said, if I'm not in the market for the eighty thousand things that they measure in the CPI number, doesn't matter what the inflation number is. But you know, we need when you're in the headline business, you need headlines. That's
0: right. And so there is right now a seventy eight percent chance that the Fed will raise rates another one half of one percent on uh, on Wednesday. Wednesday,
2: when they make their announcement. Do you ever wonder what do they do on Tuesday night? They meet on. Or yeah. they meet on Tuesday, then they have a follow up meeting on Wednesday. Are they, they all sitting around be- the bar, being like, "Man, inflation"? Am I right? Yeah, that would be. If somebody knows,
0: and and then uh, there's a 22 percent chance that they'll raise another three quarters of a percent, and so David. Uh, What will that do to mortgage? Will mortgage rates go up a half a percent on Wednesday when we wake
2: up? Well, so so the market that you're describing is a futures uh, betting parlor. So if inflation comes in right where everybody was expecting, absolutely nothing will happen to mortgage rates because it's already baked in. We were, you know, markets want to get ahead of news, not be surprised by news. So when markets are not surprised, generally they go shrug, and so the weird thing is if, that,
0: if, if they were to keep hammering on short-term interest rates and they go with a three-quarter point hike, that might actually be good for mortgage rates. So it's a very yeah. weird uh, combination of events. Tail right.
2: wagging the dog.
0: All right, so there's your economic uh, news for the show. We'll stop talking about that. When we come back, David, let's talk about uh, that first-time home buyer that you helped uh, this last week yep. snag a sweet deal um, up in uh, Dodge County. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM 620 WTMJ.
1: Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the AcuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
0: And also the younger, taller, more handsome, David Wickard. So uh, David, you had a first time buyer get an accepted offer up in Dodge County this past week. And I noticed in poking around the data, he first contacted us in early November. As mortgage rates were climbing, up and over seven percent, I gotta ask you how did mortgage rates influence this person's relative interest in purchasing their first home?
2: I just want our listeners to know these are real people like we're not just like teeing up so we can uh, continue our previous themes because for this young home buyer and fiance rates had I don't want to say zero percent impact but an immaterial influence on them deciding to buy a house and so uh they so they've been on the hunt and this property actually i think had been sitting for a little while so they you know wrote up an offer and bam got under contract want to close within 30 days no problem uh and especially because we've got a lot of documentation already uh from when they had first connected with us to start shopping for a house but the but the magic for this uh uh, buyer is that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have they've they have um, and Acunet has the first time home buyer. It's like magic pixie dust. Because we the pricing is so much better for when you have uh, or can qualify using and your income is less than 80% of the area income. And so this home buyer fits within that box
0: okay so the magic is not making too much money
2: right right i mean although i i have other clients where it's you oh, you're blessed and you you make too much money it's like you know it's not that bad of a box to be out of I make too much money but and so um,
0: and so that that varies by county and maybe even census tract like correct. in southeastern Wisconsin it's 76,000 and some odd dollars in this county it's more like $60,000 right and so hey you know what you can if you make less than that you get a special deal so how special well, is the deal that you were able to cook up
2: it's it's at least special enough where if we if we weren't particularly good at mortgage or understanding all the tools available to us and our clients, this client, if they called a big bank, let me just pick on big banks for right now. okay, And didn't use this tool. The interest rate could be as much as a half percent higher or more because the program itself, because you fit in this particular box, um, you get that. Uh, you have a lower rate. Lower rate, and right. well, and so for this borrower too, it's not just it's a combination of both rate and cost.
0: How much is this uh, home buyer putting down?
2: They're only putting three percent down. So this is the other the ma- the other magic is when you qualify for this special first time homebuyer program. Not even first time homebuyer, but just special program. The mortgage insurance gets cheaper too. Particularly right. when you're only putting 3 or 5% down, uh, it gets, in and that's really only, it's tens of dollars, but hey, that adds up over months and years as well. So I,
0: I uh, did the math this morning getting ready for the show. It looks like we're saving this home buyer about 83 bucks a month wow. by doing a quality job. That's $1,000 a year. Yeah. Right, for compared sure. to you know like for forgetting that he qualified for this cool first time homebuyer program, and I saw that you locked him in at a rate of six point one two five, so that's pretty darn good with no points. Right. Um. But I also saw that you offered him like five eight seven five with higher costs. How, how did how did you and he go about? Uh, well, so choosing? in
2: classic Acunet style, he was looking at my screen. We were doing a go to meeting, and we. As I say, it's easier to show numbers than tell numbers. And so we just did this side-by-side. And had he chosen the lower rate to pay points to get, oh, it just feels so much better to say 5.875. Yeah. It would have taken him like three and a half years to break even because you're digging this hole that you're only filling with like $25 widgets. $25.
0: 25. dollars So the payment difference was 25 bucks a month exactly. between 6.125 and 5.875 at this particular loan amount. So yeah. I think you you told me you you jokingly said I wish we could do blind taste test mortgage. Exactly. And like cover up the interest rates. Right. Yeah. All right. So so the the takeaway folks is we're really good at our craft. You know, here's a great first-time home buyer right with 3% down. By the way, I did look. Uh, they were able to get the house a little bit under asking because it had been on the market for 30 days. And I think that's the, now is a pretty good time to uh, shop for a house because the sellers are a little bit more willing to wheel and deal. All right, when we come back, let's take a look at the most recent available data from the Multiple Listing Service from November. We'll do that right after this. You're listening to the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show on Wisconsin's radio station, AM620 WTMJ
1: getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Weckert on WTMJ.
0: You know, uh, when I get ready for the show, David, I always just kind of Google housing market news just to see what's out there. And a couple of things that caught my eye. One was that the Restoration Hardware CEO was quoted as saying, the housing market is collapsing. And then I clicked on that to a level I haven't seen since 2008. Wow, okay, that sounds bad um one thing that i did find interesting was an article in the wall street journal talking about short-term airbnb style rentals Mm -hmm. uh, because people have said hey you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna take this house that i own and i'm gonna turn it into a uh, rental uh, property and rent it out to people well so many people have done that meaning that the supply side has gone up quite a bit that uh, the percentage of days that they're able to rent is dropping because the supply has gotten so high. All right, but let's get down to reality. Right here in the five-county metropolitan Milwaukee area, I I ground the numbers for November, uh, multiple listing service data, so this only talks about uh, transactions that were facilitated by a member of the National Association of Realtors. And what we see, uh, let's just take a look at single-family detached homes. In other words, I'm excluding condos. Mm -hmm. There were 1,140 single-family homes that changed hands. And uh, if you measure that against 2021 November, that is a whopping 33 percent decline in closed transactions. There were five. That's a good. S- that's
2: a good headline. You could write when you go, when you Google in the morning on Sundays that, that yeah. would be a good headline for you to publish.
0: Right? Yeah. Milwaukee, southeastern Wisconsin home sales plummet 33 percent in November. Yeah. Okay. But if you compare it instead to November of 2019. The Pre pandemic November yep. sales are only down 14%. Oh, huh, that doesn't sound so bad. Or we could say, you know what, sales were
2: 86% of what they were. Well, in 2019, and honestly, that's not so bad given the interest rate lockup that current exactly. homeowners are experiencing because you don't want it's hard to trade in your three for not three.
0: Well, especially you know when rates tripped over 7% there for a little yeah. while. All right, so the median sales price in November in the five-county Milwaukee area, again, just for single-family homes, was up 9.1% compared to a year earlier. It currently rests at exactly $300,000. That's $25,000 more than a year earlier. If you wanna compare that to 2019, we're up a whopping sixty eight thousand American dollars that's twenty nine percent this does not sound like a crashing housing market to me does it sound that way to you do
2: well no and I mean like come on you gotta the you're talking about restoration hardware they offer financing for a reason when you walk into that store so sure if home shoppers are pulling back on the top end of their um couch purchases he's going to feel that worse than any other retailer okay
0: good point uh over on the listing side so that's the you know demand side how many people actually closed on homes over on the listing department there were 1045 new listings of single family homes in november that is 267 fewer than a year ago a 20 percent drop but again if we compare it to 2019 november listings last month were down only 10 percent 119 fewer listings. So okay. remember, we are kind of emphasized that a lot on this show. When comparing numbers, one must always ask, compared to what? Right. All right. Now, I, I did a little uh, math here and I said, okay, uh, if a person is gonna buy the median uh, price home at $300,000, they would have a monthly payment, including taxes and insurance, I'm assuming $4,500 for taxes, and that would be $1,999 a month. So just under 2000 I also tripped upon an article um, this morning where the median uh, rent allegedly in the five county metropolitan area is $1,626. So you would have to pay more to, to own versus rent according to those two little numbers. Um, but nonetheless, that's affordable. It, now, is it a lot higher than it was a year ago? Yeah, but you know what? A year ago, it was unrealistically low yeah right and so what happens when you have cheap financing whether it's cars or houses that does tend to drive up the price because people can afford it um by the way seven out of ten renters experienced a rent increase in 2022 not a shocker
2: i would have thought that would have been 11 out of 10 but yeah
0: 11 out of 10 and according to this one survey um it was uh, not It was not too bad. All right. Hey, it's time to turn it over to the 24-hour newsroom now with Wyatt Barmore-Pooley. Take it away, Wyatt.
1: Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. All right
0: hey just a quick word about uh, condominiums i was spotting off the mls numbers for november for single-family detached homes if you want to look at condos the sales in the metro milwaukee area for november were 28 percent lower compared to november 2021 but remember 2021 november was the best november ever Um, There were 242 condos that changed hands last month, 96 fewer than a year earlier. But again, if we compare to November of 2019, before the pandemic, condo sales were only off by 5.5% or 14 units. So there you go. And in other shocker, David, uh, listings of condos were actually up by 11 condos in the month of November compared to just last year, 2021. There were 262 new condo listings uh, that's four point four percent more
2: so if you were in the headline business like you described y- you would say it would be a bad headline it'd be like world mostly back to normal
0: <laughs> right right yeah so anyway all
2: right the other thing that I like to look at
0: I've started doing this uh, in the spring is what percentage of home buyers are paying more than asking and by how much so my number crunching again just for single-family detached homes not condos of single-family detached buyers still paid over asking in November. Yep. That's just about Uh identical to the most recent pre-pandemic year of
2: 2019. Uh, And you're looking from $80,000 houses to $2 million houses, right? Correct. Okay.
0: Now, that's so this is very broad, right? It's all five counties and just single family. The only differentiator here is a single-family home, Uh, not a condo. All right. That is down though, 45% is down significantly from the spring when 70% of buyers paid over asking. And then the other thing that I've been looking at is the percentage of buyers paying 10 grand or more over asking. Mm. That is down significantly from this past spring. Only 22% of buyers, or one out of five, paid $10,000 or more over asking last month. That compares to 56% in the spring that's pretty significant but it's yeah. still higher uh, than if you looked back to to 2019 when only 14% of buyers paid 10 grand or more okay so this to me this speaks of
2: supply and demand right well exactly well and as you uh, the other side of what you just said was 55% of buyers didn't
0: that's right would and that, that include,
2: breakdown would- Would that include at the list price or a dollar below?
0: I'm glad you asked that, David. Uh, 15% of of, uh, single family detached home buyers paid the asking price. Okay,
2: right on the So you're basically talking about 45% over, 15% at, and 45% below ask? Correct, you hit the (laughs) nail on the head.
0: Now, interestingly, if you flip that analysis over and you look at condos, remember we said 45% of people paid over asking, only 38% of condo buyers paid over asking in November. It's a much smaller market, by the way. It's about one fifth the size of the single family detached market. Um, here are a couple of other big differences. I, I just drilled down and looked county to county. Uh, 47% of buyers paid over asking in Milwaukee County, and the same was true in Waukesha County, which, by the way, those two counties in the five county area make up seven out of 10 of all the sales. Those are the two big dogs. 45% paid over asking in Washington County, only 33% paid over asking in Ozaukee County, and 32% paid over asking in Racine. One last nugget here. I just thought I'd look at the Wauwatosa market. 68% of the 44 buyers in Wauwatosa still paid over asking in November. So remember, I said the overall market was 45%. Yep, yep. Uh, Milwaukee County as a whole is 47 Ah, But if you're buying in Wauwatosa, 68% uh, still paid over. And uh, uh, Tosa buyers paying 10,000 or more over asking was down to one third, so less hot, whereas it had been 70% uh, all through the spring and summer. So I, th- I think my takeaway there is this is not a collapsing housing market in southeastern Wisconsin. No. This is a healthy... This is balance or or near balance. And it's getting a little better uh, for home buyers. All right, when we come back, David, uh, let's talk about another one of your purchase applications uh, this week. Do you wanna talk about the one in Illinois or the one in Waukesha County?
2: I wanna talk about the folks uh, in Waukesha County because this is an example of a move up buyer who for family reasons not because of what home values were not because of what interest rates were but because they wanted to make this move for their family and the steps that they took to get there so we'll cover that when we come back you're listening to the accunet mortgage and realty show on am620 wtmj
1: important home buying questions and answers you can count on this is the accunet mortgage and realty show with brian Wickard on wtmj
0: and also David Wicker. And so, David, you were mentioning before the break that uh, you're working with a move up a home buyer to purchase their next home for for their family, despite what interest rates have done compared to where they were. My first question for a move up buyer situation is always what did they do about their existing home?
2: Well, so the answer is interesting because they started the home shopping process before they had listed their old home for sale. And so they qualified to buy their next house without having to sell their old house. And we designed, you know, had they gotten the accepted offer before they had sold their house, we had designed the mortgage and the game plan to reflect that. Well, now they sold that house. They sold their old house. This is a funny story. I'm always intrigued by home buyers and it's like well to what lengths are you willing to go to make it happen or figure it out right there are some people who are willing to move in with their in-laws and there are some people who are not
0: right so what did these folks do
2: and so what these people did sold their old house moved in with their parents and and kept at the house hunt so this was probably house number three or four that either they had looked at or even written an offer on and so what's and and I don't they didn't care what rates were they didn't care what inventory was they were waiting for a house to pop up that they could say yes to okay so they went and uh on attempt three or four uh went and wrote an offer um waukesha county and got it accepted and and there as i've and i think all of our loan consultants have started to describe especially to move up buyers the to think long-term about the pile of money called their mortgage because yeah they just traded in a a great rate for well in their case they chose 599 for less cost and but even they were mindful as I was sharing my screen with them it's like this I can't promise you this but if there's an opportunity where I can call you and say hey do you want 499 for free that's the long-term thinking about this money as well you know, as we say, in order to be able to refinance, you gotta own the house first. And so That's their right. first step is now they're, they're under contract.
0: And so 599 is a darn fine rate given where we have been, made possible by their relatively large loan amount. And, uh, and I think I saw that the, the total loan costs are less than $1,000. Yeah. So that makes it much easier to consider refinancing because you haven't spent a gob of money up front you know, to get your initial mortgage. What percentage down are, are these folks uh, making, David?
2: G- great uh, question. So they're doing 15, 1, 5, 15% down. They could do more. You know, they have a gob of uh, proceeds, proceeds yeah. from the sale of their home, but uh, they're going to want to do some work on this new next house, and that requires money. And so there's, you're kind of hitting that what makes them comfortable you know money coming out of their pocket for down payment while also holding on to some cash as well
0: for those improvements the good news because of their good credit I peaked and uh, the fact that they're putting 15% down the cost of their monthly private mortgage insurance is only like forty three dollars a month
2: well and And, as we were doing the screen sharing that was my point of emphasis it's like you can keep tens of thousands of dollars in your pocket and the like you said at 15 percent down the private mortgage insurance not a swear word is a tool to be considered because it's tens of dollars to keep tens of thousands of dollars in your pocket
0: correct and so david again you're what what are you doing you're sharing your screen with these uh, home shoppers what are you doing that for
2: well it's because and i'm the same way it's it seeing numbers is so much easier than either writing it down while you're on the phone or even or or the the worst is when you're driving and you're trying to focus on numbers i can't that's tough and yeah. so it's just we did this side by side because interest rates and costs is this give and take. And so I showed them, I called it column one, the website rate, do you want the trophy rate that you can tell that crusty uncle at Christmas? Yep, I got that rate. Okay, but you're gonna have to pay points to get it. Do you wanna do that? Here's how long it takes to break even. And then it's just a comparison of, I always liked uh, doing the break even using the age of children, because oh. it's like, oh, you have a three-year-old. Okay, well, it's going to take you three and a half years to break even. You know, if you decide to pay points and get the lower payment, yeah, yeah, you're going to have a kindergartner before right. you can call me. And say, right. Exactly, yeah. and that's what we do. It's so much easier to do when you're looking at screens.
0: And so we can show three scenarios side by side. We've been doing this ever since we opened up backing up mortgage, folks. We take an education first approach to this thing called how much should I put down? What are my right. options? What about the rate? What We want our clients to make a well-informed decision. And each and every one of our loan consultants is a great educator, highly skilled in helping you work through your options. All right. When we come back, David has one more story of uh, somebody purchasing, I think this is a move-up buyer as well, uh, this time in the Chicago area. We'll get to that right when we come back. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620,
1: WTMJ. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Find a place to call home. Without the headache, this is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
0: So in addition to lending throughout the great state of Wisconsin, uh, AccuNet Mortgage for our whole 23-year history almost has always been able to lend in Illinois, and that's where our next story comes from. But just as a reminder, we also lend in Florida and uh, Minnesota. So if you... Want to buy that second home we can help you out there down in florida if you want to move to the sunshine state happy to do that okay so david uh this uh move up buyer um it, t- tell us the story how did how did this whole thing come together
2: well so they are uh, previous homeowners and so their life circumstance was uh working at a place i think southern wisconsin actually that got bought i think by a private equity firm or something like that and then they closed that location. So when our client got their next job where their current home was, it would have been like an hour and a half commute one okay. way. All right. And so they had to sell and and so they've been renting for a little bit now. Okay. Also now sprinkle in oh, they have a 9-month-old. Oh, so wait, you're telling me that people with 9-month-olds probably, you know, Suddenly, that apartment gets a lot smaller. Yeah, uh, and they want to buy. So, so for them, um, one of the key uh, components in buying in Illinois is it costs more.
0: So, yeah, closing costs are higher. Well, it, it, title insurance companies have somehow finagled it so that the bigger the purchase price, uh, the more is that right, or is it the loan amount? The more they they get to charge for closing. For just administering the act of closing the loan, which is...
2: paper is more expensive. Yeah, Yeah. it's got a
0: bigger number on it, so Mm we've got to charge you more. So it's kind of crazy. It's not for the actual insurance. It's for the closing fee. And then the other thing that's true in Illinois is they have to use an attorney. And so that, that adds maybe six hundred bucks or something like that. So yeah, closing costs are higher. How did that factor into this discussion?
2: Well, did I mention that there's a nine month old boy, uh, you know, in this house? So like they don't want they don't want to just have like twelve dollars left over in their checking account right. when they push back from the closing table. So again, in doing a screen share, you know, we were I was showing um, this borrower they make too much money.
0: Okay, so they don't qualify for the special special first-time homebuyer better better deal. Okay, so they're above that limit,
2: right? But still, and so we're I'm I'm showing you know, hey, if you want that trophy rate, here it is. But good golly, you have to you know pay the points to get there. And so, as any loan consultant at Acunet, you know, describes, as we keep not you know going up eighth uh, in rate that mortgage is more valuable and so to whom
0: more valuable to it's whom?
2: more valuable to wall street just to keep it simple. Uh. to the person receiving your monthly mortgage payment and instead of acunet just putting that in our pockets what we can do is use that extra juice that extra value to offset the cost and so in illinois because those costs are more you know, I I really I dialed it all the way up for this borrower to six point eight seven five percent. Okay, which sounds like I was quoting him from two months yeah, ago, right? But that allowed me to give a twenty five hundred dollar two thousand five hundred dollar lender credit to offset those costs to make it a little more palatable to show up at the closing table. Which makes for a terrible story, right? If you go to family dinner on Sunday night and you say, Mom, Dad, we're buying a house. We got 6.875%, your parents are probably going to look at you and be like, Wow. My my goodness, you are getting absolutely, you know. Not a good deal. Right. Not a good deal because I read a headline that, you know, raised five point something, something, something.
0: Yeah, I heard Acunet Advertising on the radio five point nine nine. Right. Well, but the other true statement is that while co- closing costs to buy a home in Illinois are higher than Wisconsin, a lot higher. What's yes. true about
2: refinancing in Illinois? Uh, refinancing in Illinois dirt cheap, uh, about a thousand dollars. And so again, any Acunet loan consultant doesn't just want to uh, win your business this time around. The the hope, the goal. Is you call us again, or we call you uh, to help with the pile of money called your mortgage, and and so again with these with this Illinois customer, because Illinois is so cheap to refinance, it's I can't call you with four point nine nine percent yet, but because we're going to reduce your out of pocket cost on your purchase, it's uh there's no waiting period, you know there's, yeah, there's no the, you don't have to back. worry
0: about like, oh man yeah I'm- I'm really into this for for a lot of money. Right. All right, so I, th- I think you've seen or heard here, ladies and gentlemen, that hey, academic Mortgage is all about giving you choices and helping you make an informed decision when it comes to financing that thing. And Oh, by the way, we just talked about three people who got accepted offers here in December, right. Right. when a lot of home shoppers have headed for the sideline. We would love to help you become a homeowner, whether it's right now in December or as we turn the page to the new year next year, all you got to do to get started is click on that blue button at acunet.com. You've been listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org number 255368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Acunet Mortgage LLC and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands.